0: Welcome, my name is Emma and I'm Jolene, two costume designers whose shared love of horror and fashion history have brought us together to deep dive the horror genre going behind the scenes to uncover understand and analyze iconic horror characters and costumes that are to die for.
1: We are so excited to welcome you to the very first introductory episode of this podcast, where we'll get a chance to chat about why we're so passionate about horror and costuming, how this podcast came to life, and what we're looking forward to covering this season. But before we dive into the deets, let us introduce ourselves to you. My name is Jolene, and my journey into costuming horror is a bit different. I started in theater, having studied construction and design in college and in grad school, but I've always loved horror and Halloween. Through preparing my costumes and getting excited each October for the spooky season. In 2016, I discovered that there were conventions for horror fans and soon became immersed in the horror community, unearthing podcasts and any outlet I could get on the genre. I was spoiled living in Orlando for years and having a frequent fear pass for Halloween horror nights. Once you experience that event, nothing else compares, honestly. However, for years, I felt like there were distinct parts of myself that could not intersect. I would always wonder how a fashion history lover could blend with the spooky side of myself. Then for my birthday a few years ago, my parents found me the book Fashioning Horror by Julia Petrov and Gudrun D. Whitehead, and it really changed my perception of horror. I knew as a designer I always wanted to make monsters in some way, but now i realized that this topic was taken seriously by scholars. I was in the rabbit hole and then All the information came flooding in at once. I soon discovered the Faculty of Horror podcast by Andrea Sibisati and Alex West, and I found more books academically speaking to the genre and specificities within it. However, there was still only one book about costuming and horror, which baffled me. How could something so integral to the genre, or any film in genre for that matter, not be talked about? When COVID lockdown hit Manhattan and put me out of a job, I was working off-Broadway, I knew I had to do something to creatively satisfy myself. One evening, it just all clicked that I could create a blog where I could academically speak about costuming and horror films. <laughs> I needed a space to be there for other costume designers to have the recognition they rightfully deserve. Through that online community, I was so glad I linked up with other people who felt the same and Emma being one of them. That is where this podcast was born out of, a love of horror and design and a need to share the work we do. Oftentimes, unless the film is a period piece, the costumes go unnoticed. A blessing and a curse, I always say. But what people don't realize is that every piece of clothing you see on the screen, be it period or modern, has not only been thought about, but has a purpose to the development of that character. Costuming tells us so much of who these people are, from villains to final girls. We know these characters and where they've come from. Emma and I are thrilled to be sharing our knowledge with you and going behind the scenes of some of our favorite horror heroes and villains because the fashion in these films are to die for.
0: I think one of my favorite things about getting to do this podcast with you is that we are so similar and have lots of crossover in our experiences and professions, but also so many differences, which always really excites me because I know you'll have a really interesting angle that I didn't think about on a topic I already know we're both super interested in. And so, so my journey... With horror and genre media started at a young age. My dad and I would bond over watching horror movies from all different decades, good and bad, (laughs) throughout my childhood and still do. And it became sort of a weekly tradition that we would watch a new horror movie every week. And just that exposure to film and seeing the kind of stories that could be told made me jump at the idea of pursuing film as a profession. And so when I was a teen, I started writing screenplays with the intention of going into film as solely a writer director very early on, because I love putting those ideas of visuals from pen to paper. And something I was very interested in that I don't necessarily know if I wanted to pursue as a career was history. And my interest in history for me extended to digging for treasure at antique shops and just being really fascinated with the stories and the people behind those objects and clothing that I would find. And I began to make the connection between my fascination with history and vintage hunting and those stories behind those objects and clothing with my interest in storytelling through film. The psychology behind why people wear what they wear in a given time period is just so fascinating to me, and it helped me relate to the characters and the stories I was creating in the screenplay format. The more my hobbies and interests collided, the more I found myself in what I wanted to create in them. I knew I wanted to make films that explore the depths of the human condition, and I knew then and there that I wanted the costumes in those prospective films that I would be making to be really intentional and visually intriguing. I realized that to be able to execute that and make the art that I wanted to make, I needed and wanted to learn more. So I dove into a fashion history and costume design course. I loved it so much and found it so fruitful that I thought, hey, why don't I try my hand at costuming for other independent filmmakers and just get a feel for what that world looks like. Initially, it was really something I was planning on just dabbling in. But after the first few projects I costumed, I just fell in love with it. I love the challenge of costuming other people's projects because I had to become kind of a detective and get into the brains of characters that I didn't write or know and oftentimes adapt to styles that were my own. And this really opened me up to an amazing world of collaboration with fellow independent filmmakers. And I love the sense of community I felt working on various projects and just having a fun new challenge every time I did work on someone else's short. It really built my confidence as a filmmaker even outside the world of costuming because I began to appreciate and understand all the roles it really takes to make a film come to life. And I understood just how important costuming really was aside from just being a blast to do behind the scenes. Things really clicked for me when I met my best friend Hannah, and she asked me to costume her film Fanatico, which was the first film I had done where I really finally felt like I had found people that had the same objectives as me to create stylistic genre films that told underrepresented stories in a fashion that hadn't really been done before. To meet people that had the same niche interests as me was not only surreal, but life changing. Our collaborative relationship and friendship took off from there. And that's how my Feminist Whore Collective was birthed. It was through us coming together to make projects that we all believed in with the same wonderful group of people and our third co-founder, Carly. Fast forward two summers later, we produce a sophomore film together, have multiple films on the horizon that we're producing together, as well as my reprise as costume designer, and I'll finally be taking that dive into writing and directing my first horror film, a queer, psychological, retro-surrealist horror film that I've been dreaming of making for what feels like forever, where the role of costume design will absolutely and inevitably be front and center. I'm so grateful that my journey with Monstrous Femme Films has led to me meeting and becoming friends with like-minded people like Jolene. And the sense of community within the world of horror, feminist filmmaking, and costume design is so heartwarming. And I can't imagine a better community to be a part of. I'm so excited to lean into my excitement and explore new angles and fresh topics with Jolene that I have been dying to chew on. We come from
1: such different backgrounds, but we're able to bring our own flair into this podcast. And I think that that's going to be something that's Very exciting for our listeners to hear and hopefully learn along the way. And I know that I am super excited to talk about history of horror hosts and maybe the role of costume designers versus what we get in Halloween stores and other really cool topics that we have um, lined up. How about you, Emma? What kind of topics are you really like
0: deliciously juicing for? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, I'm also very excited for both of those things. I'm really looking forward to diving into the psychological elements of costume design and like take a closer look, um, like a more analytical look into the psyche of our favorite horror icons. Um, I'm also really looking forward to discovering more about how identity relates to costume um, and how identity relates to genre film. For example, I think like queerness is a really potent and misunderstood topic when it comes to horror and sci-fi and I think that the symbolism in the dress alone can give us a deeper look into that angle. So like some films that I would really like to dive in from like the identity angle would be like, hello, Mary Lou prom night 2, Freddie's revenge or like *Frankenhooker*. Um, and something else that really fascinates me is like unpacking the symbolism behind surrealist costuming um, or costuming that doesn't quite make sense for what's going on. So like, Films like *The Devil* or *The Nun* habits in *Alucarda*, um, I think that's really fascinating. And I would just really love to dive into the identity angle and the symbolism angle. And you know, cos designers just—we play such an integral role in the horror genre. For a space where cosplay and Halloween costumes and dress is so important to the community, I don't think we're talking enough within this community about costume designers, about these costume designers that are creating these horror icons. And I'm really looking forward into diving that aspect of it. Um, you know, aside from like the analytical uh kind of discussions that we'll have. Um, but even further, uh, you know, besides discussions around like a specific subgenre or topic, I'm just really looking forward to doing like some special episodes, um, like watch alongs where we're just dis- like dissecting a specific film live or chatting with guests about their take on correlation between costume design and genre film. So I'm just soaked about diving into absolutely anything. um, And I'm really happy and thrilled to be carving out this space to have these discussions.
1: Absolutely. And I think what a lot of people don't realize when when they talk about costuming or they just think of Halloween costumes is that the role of a costume designer, you're playing historian, you're playing psychologist, you're playing sociologist, but you're also playing mother, father, child, doctor, lawyer. I mean, you have to be these characters in order to dress them because, I mean, think about how we get dressed every day when we pull. Clothing out of our closet, you know, unconsciously, we're just thinking, oh, this is comfortable today, or I'm going out today, I need to look nice. But that is a presentation of ourselves that we want to show the world. And it's totally informed by music choices, our sociopolitical status, you know, books that we read, the media we consume. So I'm excited to to bring that forward.
0: Yes, absolutely. I'm also really interested in symbolism in costume Mm. and i think that that is so potent in horror specifically yeah um down to like color schemes materials everything's extremely intentional and one of my favorite things in costuming or maybe just the types of costumes that i find myself the most drawn to is when you know it it makes sense but it's a little experimental because it's trying to tell you something that the, you know, the dialogue isn't telling you. And so I find that really intriguing. And the ways that a costume can be crafted for a film, it's so unique and can differ so, so much. And you could see the same character, or, you know, a character that's really similar to another character, portrayed in like the same light, uh, in two different films, but the two different films have different tones or styles or goals. And the costuming could be wildly different for characters that are technically similar because of what they're trying to convey in the costume. Is it realism? Is it symbolism? Is it a mix? You know, I think it can be a lot of things. Absolutely. Yeah. I think this is going to be very
1: good discussions between the two of us. Maybe some guests, you know, maybe we'll bring in some people. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just, you know getting to to chat about something that we love and I, and it's connecting us i mean you and i live 2000 miles apart and we get to we we get to be blessed in this time where we get to connect in this way together and we're going to make something together and unfortunately we've never met in person but like the internet brought us together and the horror community brought us together and i think that's so important and that's why horror and the community exists the way that it does because it just it gives people it gives the misfits you know a place to congregate and it's so lovely.
0: I completely agree. And, you know, that is such a blessing that I think happened this year was meeting people like you. You know, this podcast wouldn't exist unless we were both online so much. <laughs> At least, you know, in the recent times. And, you know, I I really do think that that is such a blessing and it's really exciting to connect with people on A topic that, you know, there's not like tons of outlets to talk about these kinds of things. And I'm just excited to start conversations that we haven't, you know, we're basically carving out a space to host and have the conversations that we want to have about something that we're so passionate about. And I think it's so cool that, you know, our passion for history and fashion and costuming can collide with horror in such like a perfect way that it's almost like, what would we be doing if we didn't start a podcast about it? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys are with us and you want to hear the rest of this journey, um, follow us on social media, follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you that you will have the most fun and interesting time if you just stick around with us.
0: Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the very first introductory episode of To Die For. And we really hope you stick around and just get into all of these topics with us. We're super stoked to dive in and we hope you are too.
1: Thank you guys so much as always for joining us. And remember to follow us on Twitter at diepodcast, that's D-Y-E podcast, and also on Instagram at Podcast, and that's D-Y-E, Podcast on Instagram. And until next time, remember that those pieces in your closet could also be to die for.